Hello, I'm Andrew Jupin. Steven Seda. Eric Siska. And we hate movies. Welcome to the program. Thank you for tuning in, as always. If you are new to We Hate Movies, you are catching us in what is the third week of our summer blockbuster extravaganza. Hashtag SBE 2014 is what we're doing now. Wow, this is the, the fourth year in a row we're doing summer blockbusters. And this week we're talking about huh, 2001 Swordfish, directed by Dominic Senna. Here we go again with fucking cyber thrillers. The director that'll go on to uh, to make a film called Season of the Witch. Yes, with Nicolas Cage. Yep. I don't remember. That. I saw the movie in theaters. I couldn't tell you one thing about it other than him, Nick Cage and Ron Perlman maybe fight a witch. Maybe. I thought, yeah, they're like witch hunters, right? Yeah. Something, something. Who cares? Mm-hmm. They're like best buds in <laughs> best buds in witch hunting. Yeah, I was about to, <laughs> I was gonna try and date it, but I was like, in witch hunting times, you know, <laughs> there's castles. Yeah, it looked medieval. It was it, it looked, was quite medieval. Downright medieval. <laughs> well, this movie is not medieval because the technology is. Uh, yeah, I mean, again, here we go, just dating. So ourselves. are the haircuts. <laughs> Man. This Prince Valiant on... on. Frosted tips <laughs> oh, <yeah>. galore. <laughs> it's amazing. Hugh Jackman's frosted tips in this movie, man. It's weird because like he's supposed to play, I would imagine, this slubbish hacker... Because but he's, he's cut a out of mar- But he's cut out of marble because he's Hugh Jackman. Yeah. And like... They're always like, oh, man, look at that guy wearing a T-shirt. Like, that's the only thing they can say to make him look ugly, I guess. Yeah, well, that's- well he is wearing a kind of unflattering purple T-shirt for most of the movie. So, yeah, they good job. You got it. <laughs> but it's a T-shirt with, like, some kind of great motto on it that I was like, I kind of want that T-shirt. What's, I didn't even read I don't it. remember what it exactly is, but, like, the gist of this T-shirt is, like, low and lazy. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, that's... That's not bad. Well, it's one of that. It's a T-shirt that was very cool at the time, which is like the sort of baseball style. I've yes. got the, I've got a one collar on the collar, oh, yeah, like the yeah, ringer and, thing, and yep. I'm like a ribbed like short sleeves as well with the collar. Yep, we're not doing that anymore. You you can find those shirts at like Disney World, and it's like they're trying to make them cool. It's like no, I have one of those that I got like fairly recently, and it was like an Old Navy, like one of the cheap tee things. Sure, 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 sure. They're definitely not. In the abundance that they were, like in in the early two thousand, well, at the turn of the century, this is a turn Ooh. of the century movie. Wow! Uh, and you forget it. And everyone who was uh, mortified by my Mortal Kombat story from last week, I got a weird one about this movie too. That's oh. coming down the road. So this is uh, June two thousand and one. Correct. We're a couple of months away from a pretty big event. Yeah. Uh, Oh, Steve's you, Steve's nineteenth oh. birthday. Oh, well, congratulations! Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, wait, nice. Eric. He's talking about nine eleven. <laughs> oh, wow. I am a Libra. Oh, uh, I didn't know your yeah. Your birthday's on nine eleven. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not a nine eleven. <laughs> That's got to suck, right? I feel. Bad yeah, I, my parents are friends with a lady whose birthday's on nine eleven. 
Mm. Yeah. Was, it really brought the room down. Huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but and I only bring that up because this movie has a lot to do with terrorism yep. and how we're going to fight terrorism. And this, it's really kind of weird. It, it it's weird. I mean, this is. I was. I was texting both of you about this last night. I mean, this movie is. Uh, it is like the the American hubris at its very height because everything about this movie is like. Oh yeah, you want to be a fucking terrorist? Well, come get us, cause we're America. Like, it's really uncomfortable to watch this movie post nine eleven. Wait, do you think this got a theatrical release in Afghanistan? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I do not. I don't think so. No, it's just at the re- Kabul Five multiplex. It's one of the things. Uh, this is a really weird salad. Because it's it's mostly cyber thriller, which I'm fine with. Yeah. We're hacking things where, you know, Swiss bank accounts are used. We're using the word worm way too much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, like... There's like a little porn chunk in your salad, too. There's, yeah, there's a weird porn chunk in your salad. Andrea DiMatteo chunk in my salad. Which, I'm sorry, I'm putting on the plate next to me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, that comes out and goes next to I'm me. I'm like one of those neurotic food people, right? Yeah. So if, like, a plate comes to me and it's got, like multiple things on it yeah. like not my usual me just eating a hot sandwich but like you know <laughs> if it's like uh like a uh, uh like a chicken breast and then there's like mashed potatoes and greens i have to eat one thing at a time oh really it's it's really fucking weird yeah it freaks me out sometimes but so this is what i'm thinking of yeah. is like when you're saying that about the food plate and it's like oh my god my fucking drea de mateo touched my baked potato <laughs> no. fucking send it back i'm gonna eat john travolta first <laughs> You would be full up if you ate John Travolta in this movie. <laughs> now I will say this: there's a lot of things, a lot of things have been reported about John Travolta's sexuality. I don't know one way or another, but his character Gabriel is trying to suck Hugh Jackman's dick in this entire movie, like yep. start to finish. I, I don't know anything about John Travolta personally. This character is trying to get it on, and it's really weird. I was just, and I've, I've said, that, I mean, you're right; it is really weird, and we will continue talking about that, uh-huh. but. I have always said it's going to be a happy day for me when I find out that John Travolta has decided to live his life as a happy gay man. Sure. That is something. But you know, honestly, you know, it's his preference. Like yeah. he you know, like you shouldn't out someone before no. they want to come out no. or, or and I'm not saying that he is necessarily definitely gay, but who knows? It's a possibility and you never know. You, I, mean, you, I you might be know. gay. I don't know. <laughs> you figure it you out. You never know. But you, that's got nothing to do with it. This character is putting Hugh Jackman in all sorts of sexual situations and being like, hey, what do you think about that? So let's get right into it. So Hugh Jackman is uh, the, uh, the world's best hacker. World, as, yeah. No, no, no. What's amazing, there's a, there's a line that I wrote, is because what John Travolta specifically says is he is the country's best hacker. And my question the was... The most dangerous hacker in America. In America. That's what it is. And I was I wrote down... Well, for the thing you're trying to pull off, why wouldn't you get the world's best hacker? Well, he tries, but that guy gets fucking murdered. Oh, right. That's, that's <laughs> that guy right. does hilariously and get murdered. Zero Cool was not available. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, Crash whatever, Crash Overdrive. Crash Override. Override. For maximum enjoyment, see our episode on hackers. So, yeah. we And the net. The movie starts and it's, uh-oh, we're in the future, kind of, because <sighs> yeah. it's just John Travolta jawing about fucking 
Dog Day Afternoon and oh, do not God. start your movie talking about a classic movie that I want to watch. I fucking hate it. I hate it so much. I I hate the Tarantino-ness hate. of this is so it's it's yeah. obscene. Oh, big time. Obscene. You know, you this movie reeks of the late 90s. Yeah. Like I feel this screenplay may have bounced around a little bit. By the way, written by Skip Woods, motherfucker that did a good day to die hard. Yeah. So he is Frankly, a criminal in my eyes. <laughs> He's a cyber criminal. He's a cinematic terrorist. Is mm-hmm. Skip Woods? So. So he's really he's doing this fucking monologue, and it's John Travolta. The hamitude is through the roof once again. The hamometer has exploded. <laughs> there's fucking a, there's a bunch of ham meat just floating out of the hamometer because he is really taking it to the rafters with this monologue where he's talking about Dog Day Afternoon and how wouldn't it be better if the bad guys won? Here's how you make that movie good. You know, well, you know, Pacino starts just fucking blasting people and blah blah blah. That's how it would be good. That's how you make a movie. And I'm like. Hey, Gabriel, did you know that that movie, Dog Day Afternoon, <laughs> is based on a true story? <laughs> you fucking moron. Like, what are you even talking? Like, yeah. he's giving this monologue as if he well, doesn't know it's based on a it, true story. It actually it starts out with, like, Hollywood is shit. Yeah, oh, and yep. then there's a lack of realism. Hollywood like, ending, man. Look at your goddamn movie. <laughs> yes. Yeah, look at your own goddamn movie. Don't worry about fucking Dog Day Afternoon. <laughs> it's doing just fine. <laughs> And yeah, in in an hour and thirty five minutes from him saying that, a helicopter is gonna lift a bus off the ground. Oh my a God. bus whose exterior is designed to look like a computer microtrip. There are, so you yeah, you yeah, leave Sidney yeah. Lumet alone. <laughs> there are so many uh, helicopters in this movie. I kept on noting all these copter shots, I started calling them. There's at least four copter shots going copter. on. Not choppers, no. by the way, because we're not at war, so it's not a chopper. That's right. It's just a copter. That's right. This is pre-9-11. <laughs> <laughs> then after 9-11 happens, they're choppers. It's choppers. Keep your eyes on your own paper, Skip Woods. All right? Let's just, let's just you fucking do that for a while and then figure it out. I'm just also, picturing Skip Woods sitting at a... Like a, a late 90s, like one of them Emacs. Remember yeah. those Emacs, oh, yeah. right? He's sitting at an Emac and he's got Final Draft and he's typing it inside his glass house. <laughs> <laughs> oh, chucking all these stones. All 150 pages of swordfish and he's just looking at his glass house and he's like, I can see my neighbors through my wall. Click, click, Hollywood. <laughs> click, yeah. click. You know, Dog Day Afternoon is, a, you know, good movie and all, but. Can you write it in 60 seconds while getting a blowjob? Oh, man. Oh, man. This is, I mean, this movie's famous for a couple of scenes. This is one of them. So the whole, uh, we, you know, he trashes, he trashes Hollywood. And it's, it's, oh, it's a lot of horseshit, too, of, uh, of, uh, arguably Pacino's best performance outside of whatever. He's uh, the Godfather he's like, he's like, Part of, One. Of course, Godfather Part One and Scarface. Jeez. Spit on the floor, Steve Sadak. That's what happens when I no, hear somebody just, say, does he Scarface. Say Scarface? Yes, he Anytime, does. That, that's my new rule. Anytime somebody says Scarface is a classic movie, you spit on the floor. Hey, watch me well, light the internet on fire. Hey, everybody. Carlito's way is better than Scarface. Hey, let, me, uh, Absolutely. let me just uh, say something here that Scarface is a classic movie. The 1933 <laughs> Yeah, Scarface. the Cagney movie. But, I, you know, actually, I don't. Mind, I don't mind the '83 it. one, even. It's fun. But it's, it's fine. But don't tell me it's one of Al Pacino's best fucking performances. The culture around that movie, holy Toledo! That's no, the old, thank you. Uh, the old gag I've said a couple times is like, all you see all these musicians and whatnot that are like, 
oh yeah, I look at you know, I look at Tony as like this he's my model businessman guy. I'm like, did you not watch the last twenty minutes of that movie? You clearly must not have if you think that this dude is the guy that you're going to go to. He also kind of wants to fuck his own sister. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah and there's that, too. Forget that's about that's that. my role model. I want to fuck my own sister. But- Spit on the floor, say it. <laughs> oh, Jamie Lannister. <laughs> <laughs> also, speaking of the late 90s in this movie, we are in uh, Steven Soderbergh's Mexico for most of this movie. We got a mm-hmm. filter all over this movie. Oh, yellow is right. nuts. It's just California, guys. Yeah. yeah yellow the- equals sign California. Mm-hmm. This Get is SoCal, the fuck man. out of town. After that crazy dumb monologue. Yes. We are, we're taken outside of this little cafe that they were doing it in. SWAT team all around them. And you realize, what? by the way, you're in the, we're in the end of the movie. Right. Is what we're we're starting at the beginning at the end. Yeah. It's gonna flash back four days earlier, but four measly days. Great. Yeah. (laughs) And we're treated to this like you know, like this, 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 uh, this, you know, moving camera shot, and like everything starts exploding, and it's just like, oh my god, the Matrix came out the other year. Remember that? <laughs> you remember that two years ago, the Matrix? You, well, guys, you guys see that movie? At the time, this was the biggest special effects shot ever in Warner Brothers history. Yeah. Are you serious? Yes, at the time, they couldn't it, tell like what was composite and what was real people because we're, you know, uh, basically, it's really stupid because the this. John Travolta's got all these girl, all these all these hostages in a bank, you know, packed up with C four, and they all have like lead, uh, lead ball bearings, also, and like you know, they have dog collars, so if they go away from like the, the area, they're gonna explode. And like this, like overzealous SWAT team guys, like, I'll take this girl out. Well, it's on the command of overzealous Zach Grenier, FBI douchebag. Oh uh, yeah, movie. he he plays a, an unlikable pos. If you pardon my French. <laughs> oh wow. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and, this chick blows up. And we have to see it a 360 angle. Like, yep. holy shit, man. Oh, man, get my electric guitar ready. Because, <laughs> Frost your tips and see shit in 360, brother. Speaking of frosted tips, uh, Hugh Jackman's got one of those little earrings. Yeah, oh, does he? Have oh, yeah, he does. He's I got, it's notice. very distracting. Yeah, it's, 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 <laughs> it's very, very of the time. Yeah, yeah, dudes with earrings, not so much these days. You know, it's funny. It's like even back then, I was never, I was like, what are you doing? I never had the uh, inclination to get an earring. My brother I knew got a his lot of like pierced. super cool dudes in <laughs> high school had like the little earring. It was, it yeah. was, yeah, it was that, that's, that was in the 90s, it was the one little earring. Now it's kind of like if you're doing piercings, you're doing the plugs, you're doing a lot of different stuff. Yeah, you're you like, get, you got to see how high you can get that gauge going. Hey, kids, how about how God made me? <laughs> Maybe maybe that's good enough. What are you, my mother, talking about tattoos? Uh, yeah, I kind of am, because I'm not really for them either. <laughs> Different opinions on We Hate Movies. We had a lot of stuff this week. So after, I don't hate tattoos. I just don't no, have any. Yeah, I don't, I don't hate them. Just, I don't I hate I just them. prefer the way uh, God made me. <laughs> Eric's uh, good enough for me. Eric's an Orthodox Jew. I don't know if anyone's ever known that. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you can't really defile. tell from his profile right. pictures. We can, <laughs> That's why we can't record episodes on Saturday. <laughs> so we go four days. So after the big explosion, everyone's like, "Whoa, this movie is going to be off the rails. The roller coaster is going down the track." <laughs> and Skip Woods is just looking at that glass house, like, "That's right. I think Lumet took a little time to get his movie going." <laughs> <laughs> I start with blowing up a lady. 
And we go four days earlier, and Hugh Jackman's playing golf off top of off the top of his trailer, just driving a couple balls. Man, he's working out in the oil fields and whatnot. Mm-hmm. He's got like he's just in a towel, just a towel. Which I mean, this towel, he's got to staple that shit together. Like, there's no like you can't do a golf swing in a towel and have that shit. I think hold the, up. Yeah, but I think the thing he's thinking right is like I'm out here in these oil fields. It's me and my dog. Yeah, Halle Berry certainly isn't going to show up in a sports car. Look, if my towel falls off and my huge Hugh Jackman cocks flopping all <laughs> over the place, it doesn't matter. Well, here's my who's going to see me? The dog. I'm not sure uh, how thin people's towels work, but I know that <laughs> around my fat body, that shit's always falling off. Yep. This whole scene with 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 with, with him playing golf with uh-huh. with how he's living his life with uh-huh. how like this rugged masculinity. Yeah, I was like. Oh, Skip Woods here probably types. He's like uh, Martin Riggs meets Tyler Durden meets yeah, oh. me. Yeah, he's yeah. like the cool. He's like the coolest guy ever meets the next coolest guy ever. <laughs> <laughs> and he's golfing. Oh, and he's smart as shit too. He can use a computer. He's the world's <laughs> great. Like, why isn't I don't know? No, like, he's America's greatest hacker. How mm-hmm. much better would this movie have been with the 1999 Philip Seymour Hoffman? Wait, as, as this the main character? character? Yeah, as... Oh, God, it would be infinitely better. Well, you'd have a better actor, for one. You'd <laughs> have a more realistic physique on a hacker. Yeah. I mean, and you could have gotten it because there's an awkward blowjob scene, and that's... P- PSH you know, of the 2000s was looking for those... Pushing those sexual boundaries. Yeah. He jerked off onto a postcard and stuck it to a wall in happiness, which, by the way, can I just put this out here? Because I've seen this a lot. We're never going to do an episode about happiness because happiness is a great movie. I'm just putting it yeah, out there. No, yeah, and I'm glad you, you said that because I just also want to remind people that if you like swordfish, that is totally cool. <laughs> and we are just having a little fun with it. You know, this, is, this, mo- this, this show is sort of like a supplement to your movie-going life. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't have to be your movie-going life. I like hey, I'll, I'll tell you this real quick. This was one of the first DVDs I ever purchased. Oh, wow. I owned Swordfish on DVD. Oh, whoa. The, the glass house you're in, too. It, I think it, my sister stole it from me. In terms of, like, <laughs> internet uh, reprisal, I would be more upset about the Scarface fans than the <laughs> rabid Swordfish fans. Well, it's totally okay for us to not like Scarface that much. But it's totally okay for you listening at home to enjoy Scarface. Sitting there in your Scarface t-shirt. Your Scarface poster. It's all great. In your Scarface bed. <laughs> I wish I lived in a Scarface bed. He's got a huge fucking bed in that movie. <laughs> no, I, I sleep in a big bed with my wife. <laughs> so Halle Berry shows up with a 2000 haircut. I don't know what this thing is that she's got what, on the her haircut? Head. Yeah, her haircut yeah, is kind of right. weird. It's a short. It's right? just like her storm haircut yeah. grown, grown out a little. Yeah. Although I, in that first it's X-Men also, movie, it's she's also, got long hair. Yeah, she's wearing a wig. Yeah. Mm. But, but was, like in Days of Future's Past, she's got a short haircut. Yeah, she's got the, the punk haircut, which is pretty awesome. I want to mention that it's totally okay for you to like that haircut. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to stop everything. <laughs> no, no, no that, uh, I've said my piece. It's totally all right to like Drea DiMatteo, too. Uh, Who likes Drea DiMatteo? <laughs> seems like, I'm sure she's a really nice woman. I'm sure she's great in uh, person. So Halle Berry shows up, and she's like... Hey, man, first off, I'm not here to suck your dick. And I'm like, wait, what? The language <laughs> in this movie. And again, I know everybody, so don't compose your email. She's <laughs> complaining about language again. But that's the thing. is, like in the, ni- in the late 90s, these Tarantino knockoffs and yeah, stuff, it's yeah. just... Just, they're trying to be as vulgar. I'm not going to suck your dick. Like, what the fuck are you talking? And even Hugh Jackman is just like, 
What? What, <laughs> what do you do? What where did you? Where did you get that from? But like today, we would say like, oh, I'm not going to blow you. Yeah, right. Yeah. You right, know, right. we would tone it down a little bit, and it just sounds more natural. Who goes around doing a hard D? On the- <laughs> <laughs> fucking chuck a dick. That's what are you not, talking about? That's it's, the it's, only time that happens. No, and it's because it's the capital D for dialogue. Like, yeah. You know, like mm. when you're writing like dialogue sounding. Di- I mean, this movie is the dialogiest dialogue movie that ever dialogued. So she shows up. She's like, I want you to be my employer. Here's a hundred grand. And, and I'm I'll, not going to suck your dick. And I'm already like, well, did I got to suck this guy's dick? Like, what's this hundred grand for, man? Like, what, <laughs> yeah. what exactly is going on here? Uh, you have to go meet my boss. He is courting you to come visit him with this hundred thousand dollars. You know, while we talk about this, let's have an ice cold Heineken. Oh, man. Man, it's, it's hilarious. Like every other shot, there's just like a glistening Heineken. But it's great. <laughs> she goes into Hugh Jackman's like rough and tumble fridge, and he's got only like three different varieties of Heineken. It's it's a, it's, it's a it, bottle, it's a light, <laughs> and it's the fucking keg can. It's uh. every it's every version of Heineken you could purchase at the grocery store in 2001. They have it's the Heineken so brown that no one ever buys in there as well. Man, that Heineken dark is fucking disgusting. I've never even tried it, but it's awesome because. Because it's so great. It's like Hugh Jackman's got this disgusting trailer refrigerator. It looks like Sam Elliott as a refrigerator. <laughs> and he, Kelly Berry opens it, and everything is like rotten ass food everywhere. And then three glistening, well lit Heinekens <laughs> in this dark ass, disgusting fridge. It's, listen. Advertising works, man. I hate Heineken. And she fucking opens yeah. that fridge. I was like, look at that delicious Heineken <laughs> glistening and winking at me. Ooh, that, I want it. That's a nice Heine. <laughs> and so she's like, all right, here's the plan. You're the world's best hacker. My boss needs the world's best hacker. America's Amer- I best apo- hacker. I, I apologize. Yeah, he, he lost in the, in the world. He won, <laughs> he won the regionals. Yeah, the hacker worldwide <laughs> championships. Uh, and she's like, you know, just meet my boss. Meet my boss. He's like, I can't. You know, I, I went to prison for 18 months, and he's moaning about this 18-month prison stint yeah. the entire movie. It doesn't sound so bad. Yeah, he's acting like he did, like, 10 years. Come on, Hugh Jackman's 18 months. So then she mentions, like, his daughter's name. Oh, his right. oh, innocent baby daughter. I got I to gotta save my baby daughter. Man. Yeah, so he, yeah, uh, he has, like, flashbacks or whatever, and just, like, throws her violently out the door. <laughs> like, this guy's unstable. He he's really a- unstable. And, you know, he calls, she's like, how's your daughter? And he throws her out. And then he calls his wife, his ex-wife, Drea DiMatteo, who, this is not the first time I've seen her smoke crack on screen. And, like, (laughs) I don't know why she's, she's, sorry, she's perennially smoking crack on screen. She did it in that Sons of Anarchy. She's kind of, she's doing it in The Sopranos. Yeah. She's also, like, she's pushing off in The Sopranos, too, isn't she? They're doing everything. Her and Christopher get up to no In this, she's a porn empress. (laughs) Yeah, she is a porn empress. She's, her new husband is like a... porn emperor. He's a, he's a, he's a smut slinger. And they're, it's a really weird, like, he's living in the house where he shoots his own pornos. Which is bullshit. I don't know if it's bullshit, man. Guaranteed some like low tier porno yeah, companies. You got to use your own couch sometimes. And dude, Halle Berry has this line that's like, like you know, if you don't do this job, your daughter's gonna fluff some dicks for, <laughs> for her for, 
for a, for a new daddy, you know? Yeah, and it's, it's so inappropriate. And it's just maybe like, she said fluffer, and I'm adding fluffy dicks, but that's I what mean, it's, it's implying. No, it's, it's it's something about like your daughter's going to be fluffing her stepdad's actresses or whatever. Yeah, it's not fluffing dicks, but it might as well be <laughs> fluffing dicks because what else are you fluffing? But like, come on, Skip. It, it, and Come on, Skip. And it's the thinnest white guy motivation of just like, oh no, my baby daughter's gonna be fucking sucking cock if I don't go do this job for John Travolta. And it's like, dude, let's just set some. Like, maybe he's just got financial trouble. Like, what? What yeah. about that? Why doesn't she have to be in this dangerous porn house? And why, Make you know, him a degenerate gambler. Exactly. And why can't you know? I, you know. What about Not this? to defend pornographers, but like, why can't a pornographer just do that for work and have like a normal house? Well, that's that's the horseshit thing, right? Is like he can't be like just a professional, genteel pornographer. <laughs> it's like the fucking is happening inside the house, and we're smoking crack on set. <laughs> yeah, it's like Jerry Tima Tales. Like she's fine. I don't know where she is. It's just like breaking up lines, and it's like, oh, I fucking got it, everybody. It's like four o'clock in the afternoon. She's just waking mm-hmm. up. I, I, I read this about the writer today. Can we just quickly digress Please. a little bit on Skip Woods? Sure. He's and written we, a lot of bad movies. This might actually get us murdered, but... Uh, what? Well, well, wait a second. Because um, his main career is like he runs like a tactical weapons company in Texas. Or he's involved in it. What? And like that's what got him interested in action movies or something. So this guy is actually like an arms dealer. Huh. He lives it as well, is what you're saying. Yeah, he's, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's one of the good guys with the guns, is what you're saying. (laughs) I think he's one of the bad guys with the guns. He's he's the bad guy with the script writing program. (laughs) Yeah. So Hugh Jack was like, well, I don't want my daughter to suck cock, so I guess I'll join you. Let me tell you, this is only a year after that first X-Men movie. That Australian accent is seeping through every which way it can, man. It's like it's like he's talking into cheesecloth, <laughs> and all that's getting out the other side is Australian accent. So he's he's the best immigrant hacker in America. <laughs> <laughs> and also, just make him Australian yeah, if that's again, the that's case. Fine, like too. I know, I know. Like in the grand scheme of things, you know. He's not going to be a bankable Hollywood star if all of a sudden Wolverine's talking with an Australian accent. But like, but it's another movie. Who cares? Be Australian. Get that voice coach on set every day of the week. I mean, he he's overcome it. He's he, I, I haven't noticed. I haven't noticed no, he's it got, in a long He's time. gotten much better. Better. He's gotten so much better. As a matter of fact, when I was watching the Tonys and he was hosting the Tonys, and I was like. Oh yeah, he's Australian. Yeah. And you know, like I saw a bit of him on the Tonight Show and I was like, "Oh yeah, he's Australian." <laughs> but in this movie it's like, "Oh man, he's not American." <laughs> you know, like <laughs> So how is he America's best hacker? <laughs> so speaking of the world's best hacker, it's this guy who like again, I actually didn't do my re- research before I watched this. I thought this movie was done in 2004 for some reason, and I was like, "Oh man, the 9-11 stuff's t- out of control. But, like, <laughs> no, it was just, like, weirdly prescient. That's the only time anyone's ever said that about Swordfish. This guy's <laughs> going through airport security, yeah. and, like, they discover a dummy passport. And we spend way too much time of him trying to run away, like, literally four minutes of nothing. And then he gets in Don Cheadle's clutches. And uh, Don Cheadle... Clutches. Don Cheadle... <laughs> Has one of the worst goatees I've ever seen. It's he looks really bad in this movie. It's a bad goatee, and he's coming in, and he's, they're like a couple of people are like, 
uh, interrogating this guy with his lawyer, and they're kind of making fun of him for being finished, and we're making Ikea jokes. And they're like, uh-oh, you just pissed off the wrong guy. Here comes Don Cheeto. <laughs> Don Cheeto punches his lawyer in the stomach and tells him to go eat a dick and throws him out. We're just yeah. eating so much dick in this. We're sucking yeah. dicks, eating dicks, and he's like, flashing you know, dicks. And for some reason, like this guy's like... He's scared of Don Cheadle. I would be like, oh, thank you. You literally just got me off. Like, thank you for beating yep. up my lawyer and telling and, me to eat a dick because um, I just have immunity. You're also, <laughs> guess what? You no longer work for the FBI. Yep. Mm-hmm. You can't just beat the shit out of a lawyer. <laughs> no, you can't do that. Also, this movie is filled with so many FBI cock-ups that it's just, like, embarrassing. It's you- embarrassing for the Bureau. Like, the Bureau thought that, like, Mulder and Scully were an embarrassment. No, 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 no. Don Cheadle and fucking Zach Grenier in this movie are the two biggest boobs the Bureau's ever seen. It's the amount of times the FBI fucks up in this movie, and then it's just like, well, we're the FBI. So speaking of fuck-ups, he's, like, about to get, like, you know, uh, this, this hacker, this, like, Finnish guy is about to spill the beans on John Travolta. And then this <laughs> other agent comes in, and he's like, uh, hey, uh, Don Cheadle, you got a phone call. It's Zach Grenier. And he's like, okay, hold that. Uh, you stay here. I'll come back. He leaves him alone, and Vinnie Jones comes in and just murders this dude in a fucking bureau station. It's Vinnie Jones and William Maypole, their a.k.a. Tom Cruise's cousin, are the two, oh, like, the yeah. hitmen. And William Maypole is a good actor. He's He does, like, creepy stuff very yeah. well. Is that how it's pronounced? I always thought it was Mopather. No, I think it's Maypole there. I don't mean, I don't know. know. I've never heard him say it. I will say, speaking of acting, I'm glad that Vinnie Jones isn't allowed to be in movies anymore. Because just watching this reminded me of 1999 to 2006. And I was like, oh, Because here's the thing with him, right? And in this movie, it happens where it's like he's pretty much like monosyllabic until like right before inevitably his character dies and he gets like the one line and it's like the thing that vinnie jones does is say like the one kind of long line where you're throwing in a lot of words and like he's able to do it and do it well but i'm just like god that got old so fast he's just guy Ritchie or bust like really yeah Yeah. so he's probably the juggernaut was probably his ending right yeah that's sort of the puts the cap on vinnie jones for us the fact that brett ratner let i'm the juggernaut bitch into a fucking internet meme got let into that x-men the last stand mm-hmm. <sighs> well, the kids will love it andrew i they did because when i saw that movie the fucking theater went wild and i wanted to throw <laughs> up all uh, over everyone for those of you at home keeping score that's three x-men one iron man and a uh, and a zach grenier <laughs> just in this movie <laughs> and a zach grenier <laughs> Yeah, how many actors associated with like the Marvel Universe in one way or another are crammed into this movie? That's, it's four. I, I That's it? Maypole there wasn't? <laughs> no, he might have been. He might well, be. You know, Travolta might get there soon. Travolta's right? in Punisher. Oh, Travolta's oh, in Punisher. Right. That's right. Man, he's getting like dragged by that car at the end of that movie. That's not a good movie, but... He does an okay villain in that movie. He's got nah, he's got you the don't same think hair, so? he's got the same haircut in that movie, he which certainly is, does. Well, is he playing the same character? <laughs> he's essentially <laughs> he playing the same well character. Be. 
so so we're going to John Travolta's house. We go to John Travolta's house. It's, well, no, we go to his club. Oh, right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, the Viper Room. And this is where, <laughs> like, if I'm Hugh Jackman, I look like Hugh Jackman, and I, you know what I mean. You're like, wearing a T-shirt that says "Low and Lazy," and you know, like this this woman's trying to make me meet this dude for a hundred grand. Like, I kind of can see the writing on the wall. Like, yeah. if you walk around the world look, looking like Hugh Jackman, so, uh, people are like, "Yo, dude, you want to meet my boss for fifty grand?" You're like, "No, thanks. That's no, all right. No, I don't want to be." Turned into his gimp in the basement. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't want to become a prostitute or worse, a sex slave. Or murdered. There's no way well, someone's murdered. giving you a hundred grand to show up somewhere to talk to some guy. No, exactly. Like it's just like, yeah, that sounds great, but I don't want to get killed. Yeah, this I mean, this should only happen in the movies. I'm sure people <laughs> in the real world have fallen for this and they've never been heard from again. But you should only fall for this in the movie. In the movies. Yes. Now, <laughs> listeners at home, if you find yourself in a movie, yeah, maybe give it a shot. <laughs> hey, uh, I, th- I thought I was in a movie. We Hate Movies told me I might wind up in a movie. Turned out I just got sold into sex slavery. <laughs> Which is how this ends, because he goes to Club Heineken, right? Yeah. And everyone's drinking their Heineken, having a sexy Heineken party. Oh, oh no. In this club, man, we are drinking Tuck. Oh, yeah. Everybody's belting down tequila. I think there's like some trays of sushi. Like, you know exactly what this club is when the movie gets to this club. And you know exactly what it's like to socially, not do business with, but to socially, you know, hang out, socialize with John Travolta, like a character like John Travolta. And it is as such. He picks up the tab for everything, he will buy anything you want for the party. But he is just the biggest douchebag yep. the whole time. Well, he's and running the show. Time, he's running the show. He's running the fucking show. And every time he's not in the room, someone's like, oh, my God, he's such a – Gabriel's such a fucking douchebag. <laughs> I mean, listen, he paid for all that sushi. It's fantastic. We got all this nice champagne. It's great. The tequila keeps flowing. It's fantastic. But can we all agree that Gabriel is the biggest douchebag in Gabriel's club right now? <laughs> I mean, he keeps coming up to me saying, oh, man, isn't the tequila great? I know it's great. Like, just, just shut up, Gabriel. Just we, shut up. We uh, got it. You can afford expensive tequila. We got it, Gabriel. Shut up already. Someone actually says to Gabriel, instead of that, they say <laughs> he is a driven machine who could disappear when he wants to. <laughs> it's really weird. <laughs> well, the, the hacker who introduces this scene is like, he lives in a world you can't understand. And there's oh, like techno yeah. music. That's like, no, I totally understand. He, it's a club. He fucking lives in the grid from Tron. <laughs> <laughs> well... It's a good day of doing crime, Halle Berry. I'm going into the grid. <laughs> or he's li- <laughs> sleep on at the edge of a cave when the storm's going on in the cyber world. He lives in <laughs> he lives in the heaven from what dreams may come. <laughs> Man, if that's heaven, no thanks. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> well, plus you're just hanging out with Robin Williams. Ew. And was it, who was it, who else was in there? Cuba Gooding Jr. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yep, so Max von Sydow. This sounds like the opposite of heaven to me. All three of those. <laughs> it's Cuba Gooding Jr. He's drinking one of those small cans of Pepsi. He says, "Show you the mon- show me the money for eternity." Uh, yeah, that's a that's a secret hell. So they sit him down, and he's already he's a little dicey. He's like, what are you paying me a hundred grand for? And then this woman's like, "Hey," and starts rubbing his his crotch. And at this point, I'm like, "Okay, two one of two things are about to happen." I'm either going to have sex in this woman with this woman in front of Gabriel 
or Gabriel's just angling a threesome. In either case, I'm just not interested. Thanks, but no thanks, Gabriel. But Steve, let's not pretend like this room is Hugh Jackman, <laughs> John Travolta, and this woman. No. Because it's Hugh Jackman, John Travolta, this woman, and 15 other people standing around this huge table. And then John Travolta <laughs> goes, he like snaps his fingers and he's like... How about a little privacy? And this guy closes this fucking uh, yeah, translucent no, no, no. shower curtain. No, no, what are we in a hospital? <laughs> it's totally a hospital curtain. And she's like, like fucking rubbing the crotch. And John Travolta starts talking about like, oh, you got to hacking this thing. It takes the best hackers in the world 60 minutes. You have to do it in 60 seconds. And he's like, what? And this dude pulls out a gun. Vinnie Jones pulls out a gun. Oh, it's Vinnie Jones yeah. does it? All yeah. right. And then it's he's got a gun to his head. And then Travolta's like, oh, by the way, Babs, get sucking. <laughs> and this woman starts going down on Hugh Jackman. And he's got to like fucking hack the net or what? Ever, <laughs> I think it's like the Department of Defense it's or de- something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The Department of Defense. While Vinnie Jones is a gun, he's getting blown, and John Travolta. I'm sorry, Gabriel is just looking like, "What do you think? It's pretty cool, huh?" You know, and how do you, how do you like me watching you get a blowjob? Is Skip that weird? Woods, Skip Woods. I mean, if you really wanted to be edgy with this movie. Gabriel has to start masturbating. Like, that's the missing piece of <laughs> yes, this puzzle. Yes, it totally is. Everybody gathers around, like, lines up so the rest of the club can't see. Yeah. And then Gabriel whips it out and starts jerking off while this whole hack, blow, gun thing is going by, on. By the way, now, this is a f- fun thing to do when you watch this scene is, well, not, not masturbate, but <laughs> but um, watch the way Hugh Jackman is, is typing on the computer here because it's just, like, Smacking his hand against oh, nothing. That's yeah. all. Hacking in this movie is tip typing as fast as you can, as yep. fast that's as a, those fingers will take you. And it's just garbage. Nothing. It's, it's total so garbage. Nothing. Stu- he oh, couldn't be doing anything. By the way, at this point, the world's greatest hacker and his lawyer are shot dead yep. in the FBI. You know, it's another cock up of the FBI. Yeah, they got murdered by Vinnie Jones and his team. By the way, Vinnie Jones, the way he's dressed in this movie, mm-hmm. the, 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 the type of suit they have on him, he looks like Uncle Fester <laughs> or <laughs> Frankenstein's monster. <laughs> well, Is he not Frankenstein's monster? Do you think that John Travolta made him in a lab? I think Guy Ritchie made him in a lab <laughs> and then put him in his movies. I think so. I think so. I think that's it. Well, yeah, it was that high-breasted suit that nobody looked good in in 2000. <laughs> no, Just literally really nobody. Bad. And, you know, you know, uh, Hugh Jackman comes and hacks the thing at the same time, and Travolta's like, "Bravo!" And then, it, but then it's the so old, he, he it's the old uh, "Oh, I was just fucking with you. Yeah. We were just having a laugh." And everyone's laughing, and I'm like, "I am leaving this club," and that, and I'm not accepting the hundred grand because I don't know where that came from or what else is expected of me for it, and I don't know what is on those dollar bills. I just no. don't. I don't know where they've been. I don't want to know. And it gets worse because Travolta's like, oh, I'm having a private party at my house. Absolutely not. Oh, where's your house? Oh, it's way up in the hills, secluded where we won't be bothered. Wait, what? Uh, Gabriel, I already ejaculated once today. (laughs) Yeah, one's my quota, man. Can't go over that. It's just seedy shit, man. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, even if it's like, hey, man, 
I'm not into anything weird. You just go into any of my rooms, have sex. There's cameras everywhere. There's yep. two-way mirrors. Like, oh, absolutely. It's a creep house. I don't want any part of it, And that's Gabriel. where, like, the, you also know, like, the douchebaggery continues. Oh, because yeah. Because Gabriel's always having parties at his house, mm-hmm. and it's the same shit. Gabriel's going to pay for everything. Mm-hmm. You can skinny dip in Gabriel's pool. There's the they, best drugs. They, but he's <laughs> just the biggest douchebag who's ever hosted a party. And then he's going to get really close to you. Yep, and start like talking too close to your ear about hydro worms and, <laughs> and computer terms. By the way, he does say hydro worms. Yeah, he does say hydro. All I could think of is hail hydra. You're gonna hail hydra, Gary Shandling. Hail I think hydra. He, I think Gabriel Shear, this character, might be involved in hydra. Gabriel Shear is definitely involved with hydra. Well, I'll tell you one person who's not involved in anything, and that's Sam Shepard, because I don't know what <laughs> movie he is in. Him and Tate Donovan are in this movie that yeah. I'd like to watch, but it's. Just... Oh, I think it's Lions for Lambs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just... Yeah, every four <laughs> scenes, Tate Donovan comes to Sam Shepard in some other movie. He's like, Senator, it's progressing. And he's like, well, that's good. I guess we'll have to go on with plan B then. And it's just like, what are we even talking about? I just love how Sam Shepard is this guy who's just like written a ton of great plays. Yeah. And he's in some of the worst fucking movies ever made. Well, that's I kind of want to like just, you know, like. I mean, if I had the option, like, mm-hmm. be a successful writer and oh, no. then just act in shitty movies, sure. of course I'd do it. Oh, no. I, I, I mean, I just want to have dinner with Sam Shepard. And, you know, he's going to be like, okay, here it comes. He's going to ask me all these playwriting questions. And I'm just going to ask him what Swordfish is about. <laughs> like, just, and I will not. He'll try and change the subject, but I won't let it happen. Well, You're like, all right, listen. You have till the time I'm done eating this cheeseburger <laughs> to tell me what the movie Swordfish is about. And if you can't do it by the time I finish this delicious cheeseburger, <laughs> I'm just going to leave. I'll leave you alone. I'm going to now attempt to describe what he was doing in that movie. Okay. I believe, now he's playing a senator yes. or a congressman. He's a crooked senator. Right. Who, now, Gabriel is involved in, he's like actually part of like this black ops type of thing where they hunt terrorists, yeah. I guess. Mm-hmm. And they have both discovered that the DEA... Correct. For some reason, has all this money in like nine billion dollars? Because nine point five billion dollars because of Operation, Operation Swordfish. Swordfish. Yeah, Ugh. which was like they needed like they oh. Do you remember what this was about? I don't, but it's it's it's, it's something like the the DEA had to. Um, they were setting corpor- up dummy corporations yeah, or and something, they, and they and accidentally like, made po- money. Oh. The dummy corporations, something unexpected happened. They started making money. Not just making money, making lots of money. Here's the thing. You don't accidentally make lots of money. <laughs> you just don't. You don't accidentally make $9.5 billion. And you, don't you don't accidentally just hold on to it. You're like, oh, man. Right. So Let's use this to fucking fuck Haiti or whatever yeah, the United the States D- does constantly. The DEA, the IRS, all these companies are not just going to be like, Let's sit on it. Like, or like, forget about it. Yeah. The government's not going to forget about this money. No. But so that's the whole thing is they are going to take this money out of this account and then John Travolta and his buddies... Yeah. Including Halle Berry, who we don't we don't want to forget about Halle Berry. She's in this movie the whole time. She watches Hugh Jackman get blown. Oh yeah, and laughs about it. She's at the house party. She's in this movie the whole time. 
Halle Berry, John Travolta, all of his scuzz friends yeah. are going to form an organization where it's basically like, if you want to be a terrorist, we're going to come and kill you. So we're going to kill enough terrorists that people are scared to become terrorists. Again, the hubris of the United States of America is at its peak. In this June of 2001. Yeah. Yes. How, how's yes. that working out for you? You yeah. betcha. <laughs> and I mean... And I guess Sam Shepard is, like, above it all, and, like, Tate Donovan is reporting to him. Yeah, I mean, I guess Sam, Sam Shepard is, like, maybe he's the guy that stumbled on all yeah. this, and he's giving John Travolta, you know, the intel about oh, terrorism. Yeah, like these are the account numbers. Oh, and that, too. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, like, he gives the, he the, gives the terrorist intel, and then John Travolta goes out and kills these people. And Tate Donovan's just, like, the secretary. And if you weren't confused enough... <laughs> the next morning, Hugh Jackman's like, oh, I'm going to see what Halle Berry's up to. What? She's wearing a wire, which is hilarious because she's wearing the tightest dress in the world. And she pulls it off and there's this big fat wire on it. I'm like, uh, nope. oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, this brings us basically to the part of the movie because uh, you jumped a little bit ahead with the wire. Oh, yeah. It brings us to the part of the movie where I have another skeezy story. Oh, to please. Tell. I think I, I know what, only what part it could be. So. Should I undo these pants? <laughs> not in my house, please. <laughs> just store this story for later when you get home. Gabriel likes to tell the story and just say, hey, what does that make you think about? Is that cool? <laughs> so in, in, in the summer of 2001, I was working at a multiplex. I've referenced working at this movie theater several times on the show. So there I was, the summer of 2001. This cyber thriller called Swordfish is coming out. Sure. So, you know, as was the case back in the days when multiplexes were still running 35 millimeter prints, uh, you know, we, we would build up the prints for exhibition the next day. You know, they would come in on like a Thursday morning and you build them all up and you start playing them on Friday. You have to run through all of the prints, right? So I come into work on a Thursday night. We used to work with this like older dude projectionist, you know? Like one of these old union guys. <laughs> I go into work, punch the clock, walk into the booth. There's this old fella. Turn to him, like, oh, hey, man, how's it going? You know, he goes, uh, hey, minute 38. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like uh, oh, yeah? Minute 38 of what, man? He goes, a minute 38 of swordfish. And I was like, oh, that shitty John Travolta movie? Who cares? What's, what's minute 38? He goes, Minute 38 is the first time anyone's going to see Halle Berry's tits. Motherfucker timed it. Was this guy's named George Skin, a.k.a. <laughs> Mr. Skin? From minute 38 to minute 38.35. See, I mean, see Mr. Skin did not accidentally make all that money. Yeah, <laughs> Mr. Skin fucking worked hard for that money. But it was just, it was so, like, I knew nothing about the movie and I was like, what? What? What even? She's never been nude before. Like, I, I no. had no concept of what was going on. But there's this dude starting the movie and fucking stop watching it. Wait, because like he had read in a trade or something. Oh, yeah. she's doing nudity. Well, apparently it was really high, highly publicized and it was stupid. And like she got paid an extra five hundred grand to do it. Yeah. Like, which you know, good on her. It makes some money. But like. It's, it's just so useless in the movie. She's yeah, just, it comes she's out of literally nowhere. literally reading a book, and, and Hugh Jackman's like, can I borrow your car? And she's like, sure. Let me just put this book down to get my keys. And you're like, 
And he does All a little right. bit of physical comedy. Whoa, whoa, whoa. It's yeah. kind of funny. Like, he turns around and, like, almost does, like, a Dick Van Dyke over a fucking pool chair, which is kind of funny. And it's just like, okay, that's... And that's the end of that. I mean, because you got to remember, though, you guys, what we're dealing with here is not your... It's not your dad's cyber thriller, Oh, yeah, right? totally. This is a sexy 21st century cyber thriller. Yeah, it's not like your dad's cyber thriller, like the net. <laughs> not it's not like your weird uncle's cyber thriller, the net. <laughs> or your, your grandfather's cyber thriller, I guess, war games by that uh, <laughs> by this yes. math we're doing. <laughs> your grandfather's cyber thriller, Dr. Strangelove. <laughs> So, <laughs> Metropolis. <laughs> Great grandpa's cyber thriller, I guess. You know, in my day, cyber thrillers were just building lady robots <laughs> in <laughs> Weimar, Germany. <laughs> it's kind of a sexy C3PO. <laughs> hey, Steven. <laughs> what if we made C3PO sexy? What if, uh, what if C3PO had a bride, Steven? <laughs> Robots can take brides. Man, Star Wars Episode Seven: Bride of Three PO. We we open after it's called R two D two. By the way, R <laughs> two. They finally legalized marriage for us. You droids can't get married here. <laughs> get out of my cantina. First, Lando marries a droid, Lobot. <laughs> And, you know, I said it was a slippery slope. What's next? Droid on droid marriage? Oh, then someone's going to marry a Chewbacca. <laughs> oh, great. He married a Chewbacca. You know, say what you will about the Empire. <laughs> At least, you know. There are values there. Traditional values. Thank you. <laughs> I'm sorry, Chewbacca. You're one of the good ones. <laughs> so oh, Star fuck my War- wife. Star Wars racism. So he borrows her car to see his daughter, his precious baby daughter, who's left alone because of Bob's such a crack whore. Left alone in this porn palace. <laughs> She's crying tears of pornography, yeah. obviously. Like, oh, these pornographic tears. This, this little girl has a cell phone before I did. <laughs> Well, no, this is that's the funny thing about that is that's supposed to show that she's like this little rich girl that like, oh, my God, she's got everything but her mother's love. Because, but now kids like younger than eight have cell phones. And that's, you know, that's bats an eye. it's, it's terrifying. Me. It's terrifying. By the way, you know, she's a rich kid. And that's like, I guess that's establishing it with the cell phone. But why is she dressed like a uh, Romani gypsy? Because <laughs> she's also alternative. Yeah, she's she got these rose. She got these rose tinted glasses going. Yeah, on. she looks like mini Janice Joplin. <laughs> Gonna do like a cartoon of like all the sixties like rock mm-hmm. and roll stars as kids. Oh, the one she that... would play mini Janice. Wow, Joplin. that is so cute. It just took a little piece of my heart. Baby Janice. <laughs> a little bit of the 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 plot of this is like you know it's called Woodstock's Kids. By the way, sorry. What? That's the name of my cartoon. Are no, you, make... you can't do that. Woodstock's Kids. Why not? Um, that's what I was. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners might not know that I was from Woodstock. But. There you go. A little Eric Siska trivia. Sorry, Steve, continue. No, so the plot, you know, he's like, he's trying to get, go to, he's not trying to like 
do anything but go to court and win custody of his daughter Correct. from this evil hell bitch porno, whatever. <laughs> and like this, the funny thing is, in this world where this guy's filming pornography in his house, they're still beating Hugh Jackman in a custody hearing. Like, no, yeah, that's... one dude did, uh, and yeah, one dude did like cyber crimes. The other people are making pornography. Like, listen, if Dad's in jail for cyber crimes for eighteen months, by the way, not a big. You yeah, know, we're finding a fucking halfway house for well, this kid. You yeah, know, these these uh, California kangaroo courts. Oh, I see. <laughs> you know, they, you know, they, they, you know, they uphold the San Fernando Valley very highly. What's and, uh, fantastic is later in the film, Hugh Jackman like throws out like what he actually did to go to jail for yeah. eighteen months. And it's kind of just Edward Snowden, which is really weird. But he's talking You're about right. – because he mentions – he's like, I found out that all this shit – you're doing all this surveillance under us Americans. And me as an American can't, can't take that anymore. So I, I leaked it all. I was a whistleblower. I, I blew the whistle. An Operation Carnivore, by the way. Oh, fucking give it a rest. <laughs> I mean, this movie oddly predicts, yeah. you know – <laughs> terrorism but, <laughs> i mean that was a problem for the rest of the world for a while but yeah. also the 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 surveillance system yeah yeah it's he it, i mean yeah he basically says like i found out that all these government agents he blames it's kind of interesting he's not the, the movie's not totally accurate he blames he says that the fbi, FBI yeah. was surveilling all these you know listening to all these phone calls right. reading emails and he couldn't let that stand and so he like placed a worm into a thing and blew up their system he hacked the gibson so he picks up his daughter and he, you know he's like you know baby i'm gonna get i'm gonna go i'm gonna win the court case don't because, worry baby <laughs> i'm gonna win the court case because i'm gonna get 10 million dollars of fucking stolen money and that way i'll prove to the court that i'm straight and narrow wait what like that doesn't make any sense it doesn't make any sense because you know john travolta is selling him on this whole thing but like how about you hire the most expensive lawyer in all of California? How much do you think that's going to cost you? And it's like, yeah, a lot of money. And where is this dude who fucking golfs at a goddamn oil field? <laughs> gonna, like, obviously red flags are going up, Hugh Jackman. You're not going to be able to pull this off. You, 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 are we going to pay this guy in cash? Like, where is the money laundering that happens at, that needs to happen after this? The thought I had was, like, right when John Travolta convinces him, like, he shows Hugh Jackman this computer setup. And all you see is like seven computer monitors, and Hugh Jackman's like, "Wow, seven computer monitors! It's got to be the best computer." Yeah, it's like, oh, it's a, it's such a great computer. It takes seven whole monitors, wow. so that's what sells them on it. And then, like, right as John Travolta's leaving, he's like, "Okay, so we're good, right? So ten million dollars, and you're just gonna, you're gonna do this for me? That's great." Uh, maybe you'll also suck my dick or I'll suck yours out. We'll see what happens later. <laughs> and he's like, going to my house. We'll and, see what happens. <laughs> see you later. And I was like, no, Hugh Jackman, you have to ask John Travolta, like, listen, you're going to give me this $10 million. That's great. You have to hook me up with a criminal attorney. Yes. You know, like, I don't need a criminal attorney. I need a criminal attorney. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, we got to figure this shit out because clearly I can't go into a fucking court with a with a known expensive lawyer when I'm just this dude who 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 greases up the fucking oil wells and I'm a known hacker I'm a known cyber criminal so also known cyber criminal yeah yeah one of known the, felon I mean best hacker in America by Wired magazine I guess <laughs> yeah it was definitely Wired magazine so when he starts using this seven monitored behemoth yeah. um, there's a great 
for for I don't know why they you know when he starts doing these these hacking things, we get to see like we follow the the power cables. Yes, and it's like the internet's a series of tubes, everyone, right? Yep. And it's just. It's a tracking shot with with these wires underground going all the way. Well, we followed all to another computer that he's hacking. <laughs> What's amazing is I noted this. And I noted this uh, when I was watching it. It is fifty two minutes into the film before anyone uses the word internet. Yeah, which is pretty great. I'm proud of you, Swordfish. But once internet is uttered, Hugh Jackman says internet. That's right when the fucking tube visuals kick in and we're just going inside the net. And it's like, oh, oh yeah. God, the Internet fucking released the bad graphics Kraken. And, <laughs> and it's great because like he's doing all this hacking stuff. and He's got to build this worm. And it's just Hugh Jackman. Op- clearly, like this, the script just says Hugh Jackman hacks. And they made like they tried to make a compelling monolo- montage. And he's just like, come on, baby, come on, come on. Ah, and he's like smacking his hands, drinking wine, dancing around. Ah, crikey. <laughs> And then, also, he's trying to build like this 3D image yes. of like this like cube, and like once the and it's it's like oh blimey, it fell apart again. He's like like play, what, what he's doing, I believe, in my playing ba- PlayStation One. Yeah. <laughs> he's playing Twisted Metal GameCube. <laughs> he says to John Travolta, like the only worm that can do what you need to do is a worm that I built when I was at Caltech. And I hid the code for this worm in a basement computer that they only kept on for, like, museum tour purposes, kind of. Like, look at this old dinosaur computer. Yeah. Yeah. So that's where he – he the tubes take us from John Travolta's gross house to, like, we go through the internet to the Caltech basement where this old computer is online. And so it's Hugh Jackman is, like – he has to decrypt his own encryption. So it's him, like, fighting against himself during this whole montage. But, yeah, drinking red wine, clapping his hands, dancing around. How about the song playing? Do you remember what that was? It's something ridiculous. It's something like, it's like. Well, it's techno, right? Yeah, it's like techno rapish, and it's like 50,000 wads of funkery. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 50,000 yeah. wads of funkery. Because this whole soundtrack is made by Paul Oakenfold. And unless you really like techno music, you fucking hate Paul Oakenfold. And, that, like, anytime you walk by, you see those, like, uh, the big ads for, like, Techno Jams, Volume 17. Yeah. It's all produced by Paul Oakenfold. Like, all, all the dude does is make obnoxious techno music. Ugh. And that's all that's in this fucking movie. Yeah, including 50,000 watts of funkery, which is terrible. And so this is when this movie starts to go really off of a cliff. A, literally, because <laughs> yeah. uh, he... You know, he, dro- he dropped off his daughter and, like, you know, Don Cheadle's like, hey, man, I'm in this movie. And he's like, you're in here, too? What are you doing here, well, machine? And he's like, I don't know, Wolverine, what are you doing here? So, like, but no, he basically, like, he's like, you know, you know, we saw you with John Travolta. What, what's that about? And he's like, oh, fuck. And he, like, there's this un- – all the action scenes of this movie, which are numerous, most of them have absolutely nothing to do with the plot. Like, no. it's just like, now let's chase around. They run around and they basically – Fall off a cliff for like 25 minutes? It's, it's ridiculous. It's, it's just the rolling down a hill. Biggest cliff ever. Yeah, I mean, it's a hill, but it's like, bare minimum, you break every bone in your body. Yes. Hugh Jackman gets up from this and, and run, continues running. Breaks like, into a run, yeah. It's ridiculous. And it's so stupid, like, because, yeah, they chase him down to this hill, like this cliff hill thing, and 
Hugh Jackman's like, ah, oh, fuck, and then jumps off it. And then Don Cheadle's like, oh, next time, baby. And then he jumps off, <laughs> stealing Terrence Howard's line. And then this other, the like the lame duck FBI agent is just like, oh, fuck. And then he jumps off. It's like, whoa. And then they roll down the hill for like five minutes. And then, and then there's just another agent who's like, you're under arrest. Not you're under arrest, you Jack. We're like, stay there, you Jack. He's like, all right. And then they have this conversation. They talk about Operation Carnivore. And he's already, you Jack, what's broken an FBI agent's nose. He's known to be consorting with uh, criminals. And he broke his parole. And Don Cheadle's like, I'm going to see how this plays out. Like, arrest him! The FBI cocking up in this movie. Also, a detail of note, uh, 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 Cheadle is the dude who put Hugh Jackman away the first time. Of course he is. Yeah. So it's a real Jean Valjean situation. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. And and Don Cheadle of (laughs) Javert. So now the FBI is like monitoring the situation. So like the FBI takes photos of John Travolta hanging out outside his house. Yep. That the senator gets sent, and now the senator's like, "We got to stop the mission. Look at these. So look at these incriminating photographs. Look at these photos from the, the set of Swordfish. <laughs> oh my God, we got to <laughs> shut down production. <laughs> shut down, ain't it cool news? They leaked photos from the set of Swordfish. <laughs> so Giggle. Now, so now John Travolta knows what's up. So he takes. He's like, I'm, I'm going to talk to to Hugh Jackman. So, but we can't do it at home because it might be bugged. Right. We got to go on this car ride, and this is when he says some of the dumbest shit I've ever fucking heard. <laughs> well, this. <laughs> I mean, this movie is aggressively stupid. Like, I it's know. not just this like a movie, stupid movie. Like, this movie was like walking down the street and they saw a sign and it was like stupid pool. <laughs> and the movie was like, stupid pool, what's that? And the movie like walked down the hill and there was this pool and it was like, you get in here, it's the stupid pool. And this movie did a fucking cannonball <laughs> into the stupid pool and then drowned itself in it. <laughs> so That's you- how stupid. It was so stupid what I just said, but that's how stupid yeah. this movie is. Here's a drop of that pool water. It's uh, <laughs> John Travolta's like, say, ever hear of Houdini? <laughs> <laughs> unlike, modern, unlike modern magicians, he didn't care about TV ratings. Because TVs weren't invented when Harry Houdini was alive. And I'm sure if they were, he would have fucking cared about them. He would have been fucking all over that yeah, shit. Yeah, exactly. He was a fucking showman, you jackass. Totally. He made a bunch of movies, like, as Harry Houdini. He was, the, yeah, exactly. That was him doing forward thinking about it. He would have been, he would have been on every night of the week if That on fucking television. goddamn college jock hadn't punched him in the stomach and killed him. And, like, you know, he's just spouting all this nihilistic garbage that's, oh, like, yeah. <laughs> Don't don't be fooled, Steve. It's garbage talk. It just is coming out of his oh garbage mouth. He, this one might be from a little later, but this is a, this is a oh, oh my god. He's like, <laughs> what would, what the hell was his uh, Hugh Jackman's name in this movie again? Stanley. Stanley. Stan, yeah, yes, thank you. Stanley Steamer. He has some line about like, <laughs> like like Stanley. It's not all the American dream. You're not just. On a yacht eating bonbons. Yeah. In what way is the American dream being on a yacht eating bonbons? It's just so like cribbed stupid. fight club shit. You know I, what oh I mean? God, like it's, it's just yeah. like shut the flying fuck up. I'm just, <laughs> just, just be my quiet. Mind. By the way, you're missing speaking of aggressively stupid, before <laughs> right before they get on this stupid car ride, Hugh Jackman stumbles upon John. Oh, Hugh Jackman God. stumbles upon John Travolta's clone. Okay? 
a fucking clone that is never referred to. I mean, it, it, it figures into the ending hugely, but never does John Travolta be like, oh, yeah, and I made a clone of myself. It's either a clone or like a plastic surgery thing or something. Yeah, I fall asleep. What, what was this it's clone? When, oh, oh, I'm sorry. You may have missed it. It's when it's during the hacking montage when Hugh Jackman realizes, oh, I'm all out of my hacking juice, a.k.a. expensive red wine. And yes. he goes down to John Travolta's fucking wine cellar that this terrorist has. And he's like, hmm, oh, it's the 1996. Let me find the 1996. And he, like, leans down and he's like, oh, here it is. Oh, who's that? And it's just a fucking dead John Travolta. And you're like, what the fuck? And he runs like, oh, ha, ha, and just, like, gets out of the basement. And then John Travolta's, like, upstairs, like, hey, what's going on? And you're just like, are you going to ask him about that? you going to ask him about that fucking dead John Travolta you just saw? Maybe that was Matt Damon, Gabriel's first hacker. (laughs) And just think I'm getting all sorts of plastic surgery to look like Gabriel. And it Maybe. just didn't work out for him. And I forgot to mention on that car ride, in between the Bon Bon and Houdini talk, John Travolta <laughs> shoots like 50 people and blows up five cars. It's, it's a terrorist attack in Los Angeles. And again, this has nothing to do with the movie. I mean, we figure out that this is Sam Shepard's doing. Again, Sam Shepard three movies away. Yeah, because he, he says it like at, yeah after the photos that we yeah. were talking about. He's like, he's like hey there, Tate Donovan. We're going to have to take care of this. And Tate Donovan's like, all right, I'm on it. And yeah, they try to like put a hit out on him. And yeah, it's like he's got six machine guns. He's doing a bunch of stupid shit. By the way, we haven't talked about his soul patch yet, <laughs> which is a real it's front fucking, center. It's yeah. such a problem. It's like it's a, it's one of those soul patches that's like it goes beyond the initial patch and it's a line down to the chin, like the rest of the chin. Yeah. It looks like a Sharpie marker was just written on his face. It looks so fucking terrible. It's just annoying. It's annoying to look at. There's another obnoxious part in this movie. So, of course, John Travolta, because he's just a fucking douchebag in this movie. He has to have a European car. Uh So all the fucking driving mechanisms are on the other side of the car, right? And so it's a stick shift, clearly, and he's like, he's like, oh, hey, Hugh Jack, Jackman. What do you think of the, my European car? Pretty cool, right? <laughs> yeah, it's really awesome. Yeah, it's great. I'm a hacker. I drive a fucking Volvo. <laughs> but he's like, he's like uh, oh, he pulls over because he's got a fucking, he's got to assemble this submachine gun uh-huh. to, to shoot these fucking government assassins down. And he's like, all right, Hugh Jackman, you have to drive the car. And Hugh Jackman's like, but I don't know how to drive a stick shift. And he's like, well, then learn. And then Hugh Jackman is instantly fantastic at driving a stick shift. Like, listen, I can drive a stick shift. It takes you a couple times to get the motions down. It would be great if they just died. <laughs> like, oh, oh, it just it keeps stalling on me, John Travolta, because I don't know how to drive stick. Okay, I'm, I'm, uh, hey, tell me, you know, tell me how to drive a stick shift. Also, tell me why you have a clone of yourself in your wine cellar. We'll talk about that later. This movie cannot continue until you tell me what this clone is about. Like, the whole time after that, and I I saw this movie in theaters, like I mentioned, I, for some reason, You were there for Minute 38, brother. (laughs) Hey, man, Minute 38, right? What? (laughs) But every time, I've seen this movie three times now. I watched it when it came out. I watched it once when I, for some reason, bought it on DVD, and then I watched it last night. And every single time, after that fucking clone comes up, I'm like, somebody's got to talk about that clone. Somebody's got to say something about that clone. Please somebody, please somebody ask John Travolta about that clone in the, in the wine cellar. Is, no, nobody's, nobody's saying, you're just going to, you're forgetting it. 
All right. At this point, Tate Donovan blows up. And I don't believe his character was given a name before he blew up. No, and unless I kept missing it, he's not even on the IMDb entry for this movie. <laughs> what? I, I looked up and down because I was like, I'm pretty sure it's fucking Tate Donovan. And I couldn't find him on the IMDb you know, page. A friend of the show, Stephen Tobolowsky, would say that's a, that's a pretty bad role. It's yeah. a kick yeah. of the teeth. Because mm-hmm. there's people that are credited as like hostage number four. And then, you know, uh, whatchamacallit, uh, John Travolta lands in a copter. Yeah, in a copter. Another copter shot. Count them, folks. Great (laughs) copter shot here. Solid copter shot. There's so many great copter shots. Sam Shepard is fly fishing in a stream, and John Travolta, like, lands on the bank of the stream. And I want to point out that they're different copters each time, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this is the militarized copter. Very nice. And John Travolta, like, gives some douchebag monologue and then murders him. And I'm like, no. This fucking senator is not just hanging around yep. all by himself in this a black ops senator, dude. Like, he's got dudes with him. Exactly. And John Travolta comes in with a fucking copter, lands, gives a monologue, murders him, and then takes off scot-free and no this, way this is the internet like i'm sorry when when sam uh when sam shepherd wakes up the next morning after he sends a hit squad out to kill travolta and hears about the mayhem in la yep he's like oh shit this went south i gotta get out of town exactly exactly no. right no 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 i'm just gonna go fly fishing with no security yeah okay skip can we talk about uh <laughs> Uh, topless Halle Berry one more second Sure Not because she's topless oh, Minute 38 minute, can, we, can we go back to Minute 38 please That's, my, rewind? New, that's my new production company Minute 38 <laughs> No it's, it's not even about that It's just like So this is what you know <laughs> oh, Sorry Lord Raiden was here Go on A couple of scenes later You know she's She's getting undressed again And this is when the wire shows up And you Jack was like Oh no what, what What's going on what, what are you doing And he's like Yeah and he's like, oh, you know, I'm a DEA agent. It's like, wait, what? And then John Travolta comes into the room and he's like, well, this looks pretty cozy. And you, Jack, was like, ah, oh, fuck, I knew it. <laughs> like, there are, there are, it's at least two or three times in this movie where Halle Berry is either like hitting on him yeah. or scantily clad in front of him, like off to the side, where John Travolta just comes in and is like, well, what's going on in this room? <laughs> yeah, it's just nobody told me you'd be here. Yeah, what? Why then, wasn't I invited to this party? And it's uh, like, oh man. Yeah, and then just like stares awkwardly until someone else says something. <laughs> it's so weird. Your it's, move, other two. Like, it's just it's all angle in that threesome, dude. Do you and think that dead clone was something that he made to have sex with? It's oh, t- yeah. and it just like didn't work out, or like he was t- too rough with his toy. I don't know. You know, it's just I'm just saying. I mean, I don't know. I'm just asking questions. I mean, you don't know what this clone is for. Who knows what this clone is for? Maybe it's John Travolta from the future to came back to warn him not to do this thing, and then he shot himself in the head. Maybe that's possible. So, so has, it, has it been four days yet? Well, it actually has because then what happens Whew. is John Travolta is like, uh, "Hey, Hugh Jackman, let's go get coffee." Yeah, and you know they go to this place where it's across the street from a bank, and he explains to him the whole plot. And, you, and this is where he explains the whole thing about J. Edgar Hoover created this black cell within the FBI, which is what John Travolta works for, supposedly, whatever. And this is where he has the line that like attacking America is unthinkable to terrorists, and I'm like, again, 
movie. Three to four months from... Oh, uh. Do you think, like, uh, the Black Cell was losing funding, so John Travolta's character, like, kind of, like... Led the terrorists a little bit. <laughs> oh, inside job? Is this the inside Yeah. This oh, is the Jesus. Inside. This is the inside job. <laughs> Hello. John Travolta did it. Hello, it, was, it was a John Travolta clone. <laughs> Hello, Gabriel. This is George W. Bush. <laughs> I got a inside job for you. <laughs> Swordfish 2 inside job. <laughs> well, I don't know. Get your clone to do it then. <laughs> So this is this is where like John Travolta like lays out the whole plan and everything, and you know Hugh Jackman's like, oh, it's not just internet, you know, robbery. Like you're gonna rob this bank and blah blah blah. Because John Travolta shows him like his his little black cell organization has rented out a dilapidated theater, and in this theater is where they're constructing this bus. With an exterior that looks like a computer microchip, everybody. Mm-hmm. Don't forget that detail. It's very important in this terrorist attack that, that his, this whole, his little bus, his escape bus, looks like a fucking microchip. You, you want to stay on brand, all right? Yeah, yeah. Every moment. It's like when they fucking put those like, advertising skins on the subways. Yeah. I hate that shit. And th- that's oh, what really? this is. That's, eh. this, uh, the Seinfeld 7 train just cracks me up because it looks so dumb. <laughs> it's, it looks really stupid. So at this point, yeah, uh, Hugh Jackman runs away. He's like, oh, no, this is, uh, I'm in too deep. And he runs out. <laughs> and at this point, of course, Drea DiMatteo gets murdered. And, like, his, 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 his daughter gets kidnapped. Right. And, like, and the poor king. The porn just, king's got his fucking fat porn throat slit. Yeah, of course, which is great because the guy doesn't even have a line in the movie. No. He's just a corpse. <laughs> and the best part is, like, he looks at a, like, this movie is only an hour and 30-ish minutes long. 39. Thank God it's under two hours. Thank God. But 20 minutes are missing. Because he, like, he finds out his daughter is going to be kidnapped. He's yes. like, oh, fuck. And he looks at Don Cheadle's card, which he gave him in that pointless cliff scene. And he's like, hmm. And then we flash forward to the, bu- to the explosion. And I'm like, there's a lot of steps. Like, how, like, you don't see Hugh Jackman going to Don Cheadle to figure every, like, listen, yeah. this is what John Travolta is doing. Then you don't see how Hugh Jackman got back in with John Travolta because John Travolta, like, clearly says, like, you know, oh, don't worry, like, we'll take care of him. When he runs away from the theater, yeah, well, you're we'll, like, we'll figure this out or whatever. You don't see any of that. And then you just have to remember, like, back to the beginning of the movie where they somehow were sitting in the coffee shop Together. with John Travolta. And John Travolta, of course, has, like, a detonator in his hand and all of that stuff. You don't see how any of that takes place. No. It cuts forward to after that explosion. And you're just like, That's, well, uh, well, what? Wait a second. There's a reel missing from this movie, essentially. It's a like grindhouse. A- <laughs> you think it was intentional? Yeah. They just left out those details? It's nuts. And then it's from there, it's just like a really bullshit cat and mouse thing until the end of the movie-ish. Well, Halle Berry's been gone for the movie. She's like, I'm a DEA agent. And it's like, okay. By the way, I know how Halle Berry can win her next Oscar. And I'm going to throw this out to you guys. I'm going to throw it out to you, Halle Berry, as well. <laughs> Michael Jackson biopic. But with her playing Michael yes, Jackson. it'd be a real why, fucking... be like not? a Kate Blanchett, exactly. Bob Dylan thing. Dude, yeah. she's got like the, a good face for it. She... Has the same acting style as Michael Jackson. I only say this because I've seen Moonwalker recently, where it's like I'm always almost about to cry. Like, 
<laughs> like it's just the same. Like everything she says is like a little bit tear. Like you know what I mean? Like even yeah. a storm as anybody, yeah. she's always about to cry. Michael Look, Halle Berry is Michael Jackson, twenty sixteen. I'm writing that movie right now. You're thinking we could squeeze it out by 2016? (laughs) And then get it together. I'll tell you where it's going to bite in the ass, Steve, when you're trying to go for those music rights. Because let me tell you, a Michael Jackson movie without tunes from the Jackson 5 and his solo career, you might as well be that shitty Hendrix movie that doesn't have any Jimmy songs in it. Speaking of that Moonwalker, I would like that movie to take place during the production of Moonwalker. Oh, man, that'd be great. You got to do Moonwalker. You got to do the Pepsi commercial. Well, that's all covered in that Jackson movie. The the Pepsi commercial can be kind of the ending there, yeah. That's like the uh, beginning a, of the end. Yeah, that's like the bit, you know, that's your big explosion <laughs> to end your movie. <laughs> so, How, doesn't just, she almost get hung in this movie? By <laughs> <Jennifer> <laughs> I was this, say the end of that my movie is Halle Berry singing Man in the Mirror and it brings the fucking house down. Oh yeah. Oh I'm, god, I would love it. Yeah. Get but, right, get to the typewriter, Sadek. <laughs> It's all you. But yeah, she does get hung in this movie this for is, no effing reason. This is really really Really, really, really irresponsible on the fucking filmmakers for this movie, man. Because what transpires here is a fucking lynching. I, like, I'm not even kidding yeah. you. Because John Travolta... To the one, yeah. What? No, nothing. Because John Travolta has the line, string her up. And yeah. you're like, wait, what? And The fucking, one black person in, her, in his gang. Yeah. And then we fucking sling a fucking rope over a beam in this bank and fucking hoist her up. And she's and I'm like, how is this how? How is this fucking happening in this movie right now? Like, would it have been so bad to put a fucking machine gun to her head like everyone else got in this or, movie? Uh, hoist up Vinnie Jones. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. no. Oh, you getting hung. You make a righteous hack or we 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 kill Vinnie Jones. <laughs> well, I don't know, kill him. <laughs> It's so... <laughs> we burned Vinnie Jones <laughs> with fire. Ah, fire! <laughs> then Vinnie Jones runs to a riverside, and there's a little girl throwing fucking daisies in the river, and Vinnie Jones wants to play with her, and then he accidentally drowns her because he's fucking Guy Ritchie's monster. And he befriends a blind monk briefly. <laughs> And Guy Ritchie's Frankenstein starring Vinnie Jones. That'd yep. be great. A lot of smash cuts. Yep, that's another 2016 movie. <laughs> that's, yes, that's Vinnie Jones's Oscar. We, yeah. we're, <laughs> but most an ungrateful Oscar. Oscar speech ever, Vinnie Jones. Oh, thanks, I guess. <laughs> da, na, na. <laughs> it's played off. <laughs> Like, has Vinnie Jones ever been to the Oscars, you think? Yeah, he's probably, yeah, probably been to the Oscars. Probably 2002-ish. That's S- sitting up in that second tier at the Kodak Theater. <laughs> <laughs> he's not up with Nicholson. but, but So she's just fucking hanging from this rafter. Because the middle, the, this last act is like, so, you know, Hugh Jackman inexplicably is back with Travolta. He does the hack. He gets the nine million bucks. He's like, all right. Billion. I apologize. Nine billion dollars <laughs> spreads it all between, like you know, all these different accounts, and then starts walking out of the bank. And he's like, "All right, with the so, da- the daughter." Yes, by he, the way, he gets the daughter, gets the precious baby daughter who's been saved from pornography. Thank God. <laughs> and he's walking out with her. And how a global terrorist saved me from pornography. <laughs> <laughs> I read it in Newsweek. <laughs> and 
she, so he's walking out, and then all of the money starts trickling away, and he's right. like, oh, wait, how, how did this happen? He's like, oh, it's a double, triple cross. And it's like, well, now we're going to fucking lynch this woman. Yeah, here's a triple cross. String her up, says the movie. Fucking goddamn you, Skip Woods. And he dub- now he has to do another super quick hack. And it, it, it's weird, hilarious because he's like, well, I think she probably has exactly 60 seconds to do this. And it's like, <laughs> is anybody going to blow me or what? Like, I, just, I, <laughs> I only- can't do this hack unless someone's blowing me. Uh, yeah, and that's when John Travolta gets on the floor. <laughs> Gabriel. I don't yes. know what John Travolta's doing, but <laughs> Gabriel true. definitely yes, exactly. wants to do it. And it's such horseshit because Hugh Jackman is like, Oh, yeah, well, I couldn't even break the thing that I just put into it, so sorry, you're never going to see your money. Cut to string her up, cut to we're going to kill your daughter and Halle Berry, and he's like, well, all right, I guess I could break it. <laughs> like, like, fucking come in, on. In 60 seconds. Come on, movie, make uh, up your mind with that stuff, man. And, you know, he gets all the money, so it takes us 14 minutes for him to get the money, lose the money, get the money back, <laughs> and then we get in the bus. And we, this- we let Halle Berry down from the rafters, and then John Travolta shoots her in the chest. <laughs> Which is just... She yeah. was DEA, Stan. Yeah. She was DEA. <laughs> oh, thanks, John Travolta. You're welcome. And she's like convulsing on the floor. Gonna make a change <laughs> in my life. <laughs> I'm pushing for it, man. Hashtag. I am the man in the mirror. Starts <laughs> 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 coughing up blood. And you check. Like, if you want to make a world a better place, <laughs> take a look at yourself. <laughs> make a change. So they're on this bus, and it's a horseshit. Because, oh, because remember, everybody, at the beginning of the movie, which was technically 45 minutes ago in the movie timeline, uh, John Travolta was doing all that nonsense about talking shit about Dog Day Afternoon. Uh-huh. And, you know, blobbity, blobbity, flibbity, flab. <laughs> he's going to get the plane and the bus to the plane, and they're going to go off. And so what is going on? Skip We're Woods a- is just hucking rocks out of that glass house. Oh, yeah. Fucking take that, Lumetta State. Yeah, he's got a moonroof to huck rocks out of his glass. <laughs> That's how Sydney Lumet's just like, God, this neighbor next door is just really obnoxious. It's out of control. And I hate living in Los Angeles. You can't get a good bagel. <laughs> There's the one deli. It's always crowded. The pizza's for shit. Oh, and don't get me started on the coffee. So we're on this bus and we're going to the airport because now it's the end of dog day afternoon and Gabriel's fucking jerking off on the bus because he's fucking teaching Sidney Lumet a lesson. It'd be great if he was just jerking <laughs> off on this bus. <laughs> and he checked with like, ew. It really you know, amp, amp up the crime. It really, it really would. It's called public indecency, Stan. <laughs> I just stole $9.5 billion and I'm jerking off in front of people in public, Stan. <laughs> so it's like, all right, we're going to go for the airport. And he's got this like police caravan to take him to the airport. And then what a shock. He drives through a police barricade. And oh, my God, he's not going to the airport. Uh-oh. And then a fucking copter comes copter down. Copter shot. <laughs> this, is the, this is a classic copter shot. Hashtag copter shot. <laughs> Because this copter comes down and attaches itself to this bus and lifts the bus off the ground. And we have this fucking goddamn dumbass line from this FBI agent where he's talking to Zach Grenier. Uh, and it's one of these lines that's like supposed to be funny, but it just falls on its face where it's like, uh, sir, the bus is no longer on 10th Street. And Zach Grenier is like, OK, round up so and so. We got to figure out where this bus is. And he's like, no, sir, the bus isn't 
on 10th Street. Yeah. And he's like, well, what are you fucking talking about, son? We work for the FBI. Every second counts. Stop playing these word <laughs> yeah. games with me. Yeah. Are you trying to tell me that a copter came down and took the bus <laughs> off the street? Is that what you're saying, son? Because this is the FBI and we are meaning business right now. He says it's airborne, but it's like you should have just said it was above 10th Street. Uh, <laughs> That's what I would have said. I mean, th- this- we got a little Skip Woods Jr. on our hands. <laughs> Speaking of Junior, this is Michael Bay Junior. This whole this fucking is oh, yeah. Mickey Mouse Michael Bay. Like that's, <laughs> I mean, we we've made fun of Michael Bay on this show. <laughs> uh-huh, I could do it better. I mean, uh-huh, we, the American military is wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> we've made fun of Michael Bay on this show quite a bit, but I can guarantee you, if Michael Bay directed Swordfish, it would be a much better movie. Absolutely, it, it just would have be, been. Yeah, it yeah. really, really would have been. And uh, so yeah, we're in the air, and Vinny Jones is like, oh. I made it through three-fourths of this movie. It's time for me to die a horrible death. But first, I'm going to threaten to shove my gun up Hugh Jackman's butt. <laughs> His rocket launcher, Eric. This is when oh, yeah, Chekhov's okay. rocket launcher oh, is introduced. Yeah. And he's fucking yelling at this guy for looking at him. He's like, are oh, you there? You like looking at me and my rocket launcher? <laughs> well, you keep looking at me. I'm going to shove this rocket launcher right up your butthole. <laughs> I'm just like, man, oh, man. Thank God the credits are on the way. And Judge Revolt is like, I'm almost there. Keep talking. <laughs> Gabriel. Gabriel. And so... <laughs> Something, something, the wind wasn't accounted for properly. Oh, yeah, you're saying that it's it's not the best idea to lift a bus filled with people strapped with bombs <laughs> by helicopter. Not the best idea. In the midst of a chase. Okay. Wearing proximity collars. Yep, yep. So we fucking hit a building. Yeah. We hit a sign. One of the clasps breaks. So now the bus is flying all willy-nilly. <laughs> it's at an odd angle. The back door of the bus opens. And out goes one of these hostages with Vinnie Jones attached like tandem skydivers. <laughs> and you just see the worst explosion ever against the side of a building. It's so bad. And it's like, no, fire! Oh yeah, and, and, <laughs> <laughs> and it also what it one of the offices that hits into. You get to see all these yuppies. Oh yeah, yeah. These, these 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 yuppie ad execs. Take that yuppies! It's, a, it's another. Did my awesome movie crash into your stupid office? <laughs> knock knock! It's my awesome movie. <laughs> Yeah. That should have been the name of this. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, yuppies. My awesome movie has a two o'clock with you. It Blam. Turns, it turns into a Slim Jim commercial because it's just like, <laughs> they're just like, oh, well, the campaign is very important to us and we love money. And it's like, what? <laughs> then the macho man comes out and says, like, ooh, look at that building. <laughs> Art thou bored? <laughs> R.I.P. And the Kool-Aid man comes in, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Is that Harvey Firestein? <laughs> and Harvey Firestein. Was he driving the bus? <laughs> An Oscar for Harvey Firestein. 2017. Harvey Firestein is the Kool-Aid man. <laughs> He's got it, man. Harvey Firestein fucking rules. A Pixar direct a Pixar Kool-Aid man. Uh, I'm in Kool-Aid the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in Kool-Aid the movie. I don't really have a lot to do in it. Oh, this uh, is the scene where the punch bowl gets kicked out of his house by his hateful parents. <laughs> and this is the part of the movie where I'm a little pitcher. <laughs> 
just now like, the punch bowl's trying to write plays in New York <laughs> whilst working as a receptionist, <laughs> and he can't spin all those plates at once. I would love it. Cool, Kool-Aid the movie. <laughs> 2017 Pixar. <laughs> no, oh, you got to give those Pixar movies time to get made. That's, That's like a 2020. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we land this bus on a roof because the fucking copter's going down. And, you know, Travolta's like, it's been, you know, our chess game is at an end. And it's like, is it? You yep. fucking moron. Just get out of this movie. <laughs> the dumbest, chess game? The dumbest fucking movie terrorist of all time, John Travolta, in this movie. And he, wa- you know, he, he gets into a helicopter. And, like, this is when this movie really falls. It's, it's, been, it's been done. But, like, the logic of Hugh Jackman's character makes no sense. So he hates John Travolta. He loves John Travolta. He hates John Travolta at this point because he's killed Halle Berry. Right. And because he's blown up that other woman. And like, right. he's, and also and- he's now a terrorist that are basically is involved in striking against office buildings in Los Angeles. You've become everything you hate, Adrian. And and he also is saying... Or like Gabriel. You know, I don't know why I call like, him Adrian. He's like, I'm going to buy... These nuclear weapons, I'm going to, if somebody fucks with America, I'm just going to fucking nuke them, right? And he has like, this dumbass line on the bus where he's like, he's like talking to Hugh Jackman about like all these things that he can buy. And he's like, yeah, I know people, I can, I can buy, I can buy nuclear warheads whenever I want to. If I, if I buy six of them, I, fuck, I even get a discount. And I'm like, in what situation did you find yourself in where someone gave you the information that if you bought six nuclear warheads from that person, <laughs> you would get a discount? Again, you big moron terrorist. He's just on the <laughs> bus and there's some terror. Yeah, if you go to you go to a different country, you can get six nuclear bombs at a discount. And it's like, oh, really? Oh, fuck, I'll get a discount. That sounds fantastic. Hey there, Gabriel. It's George W. Bush again. Just, uh, <laughs> Got some warheads uh, un- unload. <laughs> Take them down to Crawford. Would you, you meet me there? And so he's like, oh, my God, I have to kill this guy for America, for Lady America. <laughs> and maybe he's a little upset about Vinnie Jones. I don't know. <laughs> I don't oh, know. Maybe. maybe, maybe. I don't know. Good, you know, a life's a life. A William, life's a- William Maypole has also been murdered at this point because yeah. Zach Renier ordered a sniper to take him out, which is what caused that woman to get blown up. Yeah. That was that whole chain reaction. And Don Cheadle, oh, by the way, has left the movie almost entirely. Yep. Yeah, he's he's way behind. <laughs> he's he was not once that bus lifted off the ground. John Travol- or, uh, or Don Cheadle was just he lost the movie. Yeah, he's the next time, baby. He just <laughs> lost to go, even though that was Terrence Howard's line. And but it's the first a, War Machine. It's a great line to associate with War Machine <laughs> with, with any War Machine, any any and all War Machine. Past so, and present, uh, James it, Avery, the late great War Machine. <laughs> Is this movie over yet? So he gets in. He gets in. <laughs> Almost, Eric. Hugh Jackman's like for America, and like grabs a ro- rocket launcher and blows up the helicopter. And I'm like, oh, the movie's over. Cool. Then we go to uh-uh-uh. <laughs> we, we go to an F- and the FBI morgue, and even though this thing exploded, yes, blown out of the sky, there's a perfectly fine-looking John Travolta puppet. That just has like half of its face burned, and it's like, oh wow, this is the, this is his final resting place. And then, of course, because I'm so fucking stupid, Skip Woods needs to remind me what his brilliant screenplay did in the middle of the movie. And it's like we do the rewind, like with the fucking clone, and Hugh Jackman gets it. And instead of being like, oh fuck, this guy's out there, holy shit, Don Cheadle, we're best friends, let's go track this guy. He's like, son of a bitch, and it's like that doesn't make any sense. 
You it can't do the son no, of a bitch thing. No, you can't do the son of a bitch thing. Also, again, Don Cheadle, worst FBI agent ever. He's like, all right, Hugh Jackman. Well, you win some, you lose some. Mm-hmm. Have a nice life. And I'm like, no, he's going to jail for something. Good no charges time. whatsoever. No charges at all. And also, <laughs> don't forget, in that movie rewind business, we are reminded because, again, we are, we are stupid morons. Misdirection, yeah. Stan. Yeah, <laughs> we have to hear the goddamn Harry Houdini misdirection shit again. And then... He didn't care about television, Stan. Misdirection, Stan. <laughs> and then you just... You see John Travolta and all his cronies running down the stairs, like, behind the helicopter. Yeah. <laughs> Nihilism, Stan. <laughs> so it's like, oh, son of a bitch. Yeah. And we also see that Halle Berry is part of his crew. Oh, right, because they mention and she that there was, they got all the bodies and Halle Berry's body wasn't back at the bank. Yeah, it was missing. I was like, wait, what? And it's like Don Cheadle's like, well, you better find it because bodies just don't go missing. <laughs> and Hugh Jackman's like, oh, again, son of a Bitch, they really duped me. <laughs> Cut to Hugh Jackman on a road trip with his daughter. They're just sightseeing. Who cares? Cut to, like, Naples or wherever. Halle Berry goes into a bank, gets all this money out. But it's so stupid because it's, like, all from behind. And, and she's got a wig on. It's, like, long, straight and you hair. Don't, and it's like, oh, who could this be? I don't... Oh, I think that might be Halle Berry. And There's who? fucking three women in this movie. <laughs> okay. A little seven-year-old girl, Drea De Mateo, who we know to be murdered, and fucking Halle Berry, yeah, who we know yeah. whose body is missing. Yeah. And who does she meet but uh, John Travolta as primary colors? <laughs> I know. I was going to say the exact same thing. John Travolta, who has taken Hugh Jackman's frosted tips from the beginning of the movie. But he's got a great. He's, he's he looks like Bill, he looks like Bill Clinton, and he's got these fucking contact lenses in that just give him different eye. Colors and he looks like a he looks like an out and out Bill Clinton robot at the end of this movie. <laughs> Watch this, Hallie. This terrorist's out there eating bonbons on a yacht. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna blow up those bonbons one bon at a time. We talk about uh, hangover movies. Primary f- colors, great hangover movie. That's like oh yeah. That's like you got a real bad one, and it's like I don't want anyone to yell about anything. You yep. put on primary colors, and you hope it's on basic cable with all the commercials. You know what I mean? <laughs> because it's just a lot of level-headed, stilted conversations. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. that whole movie. <laughs> But so then it's like John Travolta's on this yacht. She gets all the money. And then it's like a news report, like blah, blah, blah. A fucking terrorist blew up on a yacht. And you're like, oh, John Travolta got his nine and a half billion dollars. And now he's just going around John Travolta terrorist killer. End of the movie. Well, the end of the movie is a yacht exploding. Yeah. Really bad CGI yacht exploding. Yeah. And it's cut to more fucking Paul Oakenfold music. And I mean, I 50, think thousand watts of funkery. Funkery. At, <laughs> at this point, I think we're supposed to be like kind of on John Travolta's side a bit. Well, that's the, the thing. The movie, and because the movie does exactly what John Travolta said, Dog Day Afternoon should have done. Yeah, right. Exactly. It's like suck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. John Travolta's shitty version of Dog Day Afternoon. <laughs> like he fucking gets away with it on a plane. Uh, the boyfriend gets the sex change operation. So in this case, it's John Travolta and Halle Berry putting different hair on. That's like their change, right? And then they go, they go and live their life with their money in a yeah. in a different country. Yeah, you know, Pacino really should have used that scenario in order to get nine nine and a half billion dollars to hunt terrorists. <laughs> Iran Contra wouldn't have happened. Yeah, it wouldn't have. That's true. 
because Pacino would have been there, or John Wojkowicz, or whatever the guy's real name was, the dog. There's a documentary coming out about the dog that I saw at New York Film Festival. Ooh. It's a it's a wild ride that guy's life. The dog. Oh man! So is anyone going to recommend Swordfish? No, I, it's silly. It's stupid. It's really, really dumb. Wow! And- you just hacked the words out of my mouth. <laughs> I'll tell you this. I'll find. I'll find you one guy that's going to recommend minute thirty-eight. <laughs> you man. Oh. I mean, all the other minutes. All the other hundred forty minutes. Not so much. Minute thirty-eight, brother. That's where it is at. <laughs> I just can't. I mean, I can't find a fucking cyber thriller to recommend to anybody. Like in my thought, in my thought, in my head right now, I was like. Find a cyber thriller to recommend to someone. It's I, kind of impossible. It's a, and it's a hangover movie again. Enemy of the State. It's yeah. not very good. It's certainly not very good. But I could watch Will Smith just do his thing. Gene Hackman I, all over the place. Eating pretzels. That's fun. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's like an internet version of the conversation. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. I mean, obviously watch the conversation, but like Enemy of the State's all right. <laughs> yeah, it's all, all right. Evil speak. Oh yeah, I would definitely watch Evil Speak over Swordfish. That's guaranteed. Early episode of the show where Clint Howard hacks into the devil, (laughs) or yeah, or something? Question mark. The devil possesses his computer. Yeah, makes him kill all his schoolmates. It's basically Carrie for nerds. Mm -hmm. Is what Evil Speak is. So yeah, watch Evil Speak. There you go. I think a pig eats a woman in that one. Yes. So watch Evil Speak. That's Swordfish from 2001, directed by Dominic Senna. Boo! (laughs) Boo! Boo this man! You want to get a hold of us or find out more information about the show, check out our website, whmpodcast.com. I'll say this, we've been getting a lot of new listeners, which is always great. A lot of new listeners, love it. Uh, A lot of people writing in saying, hey guys, uh, either on your app or on my podcast stream, uh, where are episodes 100 and back? They are on our website exclusively, so you can check out the entire back catalog. It's for free. Our, it's for free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, whmpodcast.com. Click on the Episodes tab. There are direct streaming links that you can either click on to stream, or you can right-click, control-click, and save them on your own computer. Put them on your, your iPods, or if anyone's got a Zoom out there, one of the Zooms, and put them on that, too, I guess. Uh, but, yeah, they're all there. Episodes 100 and back. They're all there. They're all available. They're not unavailable. A lot of people are like, oh, it's a bummer. I can't get these old episodes. You totally can. It's all totally free. WHMpodcast.com. Click on the episodes tab. They are all there. Right into the mailbag. We all hate movies at gmail.com. We've said we're going to do more and more and more mailbag episodes. Uh, so write in funny We Hate Movies related stories. We've been getting a lot of great stuff. Very excited about all that. Uh, so write in. We all hate movies at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. We are at WHM Podcast. Rate and review the show wherever you get it. Check out Blame It on Outer Space, Eric's Conspiracy Theory Takedown Show. It's also on iTunes. It's also on Stitcher. Also rate and review it. Check that out. Clue for next week's episode, mm. Eric Siska. Halle Berry. Oh, my goodness, everybody. And it might be my Michael Jackson biopic. We'll see. <laughs> we'll just have to see. So until next week, where we find out if we're already going to make fun of Steve's Michael Jackson biopic, <laughs> I'm Andrew Jupin. Steven Zeta. Eric Siska. Take it easy. Take it easy.